Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everyone. What's up? It's me again, Lardy Miss Clardy, and my new co-host, Agape and Miss Story. Yes. Right here on Lardy Miss Clardy and Blog Talk Radio, coming at you live in Moreno Valley, California, with good news and bad news if necessary. So stand up, speak up, and speak out. This is the place to be and to get heard right here on Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. Call in at this call-in number, 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And if you don't got a phone and you need a toll-free number, I got that for you too. The number is 877-483-315. That number of toll-free number is 877-483-3153. All right, now turn your speakers down and on your phones and kick back in the comforts of your own homes and listen in and talk to us and talk to my co-host, all of us that's here, that's right, and have something to say, okay? So again, here is the call-in number of 347-884-8684, and that toll-free number is 877-483-3153. And today's topic is about economics, y'all, building businesses to further the community. Now, last week we was talking about will people unite in the face of crisis. Now, this week we're going to talk economics, building businesses to further the communities. And while I'm at it, you know, I just wanted to pick with y'all a little bit. You know, I wanted to have a little bit of, you know, a rough show going on, I guess, and then I had to sit back and think about it. You know, I know I told you that I had my co-host names as the main man and black power. But really the names are Agape and Miss Story. And we coming to bring you something real live. We're going to break you off something proper. Hard love and a mystery to go with it, all right? <laughs> and you got me, Lardy, Miss Clardy. Now, all three of us together, uh, what's wrong with this? Hey, y'all got something to say? Y'all just sitting over here, you know, like uh, just listening and carrying on. What's your name? Um, this is Agape. <laughs> you know, I'm just happy to be here once again, ready to get this conversation started. Okay. And, uh, Talk to some of our listeners to yeah. get some of your insight and see if we can get to the to the bottom of this so we can actually start building together and changing our current situations. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Because that's what it's all about. And Miss Story. Come on now. Say something to the people. You know they got to hear you. Hello, world. This is Miss Story. And I just want to, like, like uh, Brother Agape said, get into the topic and see what we can come up with and see what other people have to say about the issues, see where we can go from here. And as I said before, I'm Lardy Miss Clardy, and last week we talked about will people unite in the face of crisis? 
And because of that reason, why we came up with that topic last week is because, you know, we have a problem with people coming together. And, you know, in order to do, uh, you know, to build businesses in a community, you know, we need to come together. So we are, you know, our families and our are, are in trouble and in these times and in need of stability in our communities to thrive. So economics is a discussion to talk about on what and what we can do to build a brighter future for families and to further the communities at large. We need to know what to do to build economic wealth for ourselves, starting with entrepreneurship and working together. Working together is the key. Again, we do have a problem with people believing in working together, coming together for a common cause. So we're here to bring that call to you that we need you to help us in the fight to build businesses in our communities in order for us to thrive properly and together. So, again, starting with entrepreneurships and, and working together, that's one way to help build businesses and educate on how to do it right there in your communities. So the question for today is who, what, when, where, and how do we get the people to come together to start the movement in economic development? Now, if there's anybody out there that have something to say on this, on some ideals of how to get it started, you know, it would be nice to hear from you. So you know you can call in at this call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And that toll-free number is 877-483-3153. That number again is 877 877- Four eight three three one five three, and don't be scared, cause we need some uh, economic experts up here. I mean, we ain't trying to say that we know everything, but hey, we gonna give you our a game on what we believe in, and we want to hear from you what you believe in, what you believe that we need to do to make the building blocks to build a better community in the black community, especially. Okay, so I'm gonna move on. Every day in our society here in America, we face a crisis about anything and everything from the economy all the way down to economic movements and money over matter, youth and children getting killed, and so on, and the list go on. And you have a group of that fights over here on this subject and a group that's fighting over here on another issue, and but nobody really comes together like they do at the voting polls every year. Now, you heard me talk about that last week, especially like they did for the Obama administration in 2008. Now, we made a powerful demonstration, and we made history on that. But can we do it again, but not for politics, but for our communities to build up ourselves in the economy? Can we unify like we are coming out to those voting polls and make history for our children? All right? You know, we need to know if we can do this. Do we believe in ourselves? So I posed some questions for the listening audience, and these are a couple questions that I even asked myself. So, again, if you got something you want to say on this subject, help us help you because that's what we're here for. We ain't trying to hold no hands, but we're here 
to give you information that will help. In the call of coming together, we first must believe. Am I right? Am I right? My posse, we first got to believe in what it is that the cause we fighting about. Just like they did 50 years ago. They had something they believed in. Right? That's right. right. Mm -hmm. All right. So the first question is, when will we unify to economically develop our communities? And do we believe in unification in order to develop the communities we live in? What does it take to be entrepreneurs? Do we believe in ourselves and to support our black-owned business? Do we support our black-owned business, any business that we got in that area? Do we? All right. And what happened to the mom-and-pop corner stores? Should we be thinking about investing in having black-owned banks, grocery stores, and department stores? A bigger picture. Why are other nationalities over here taking over our corner stores and convenience stores? And what do they have in common that we don't? Now, that's something to think about. Now, we'll be right back after this and, you know, and just think about how you want to you know, structure your questions or, you know, want to do your comments. And we're here and we want to hear what you have to say. But we'll be right back because we got something to say after this, okay? Brother, brother, there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some loving here today. Father, father, we don't need to escalate. You see, war is not the for only love can come You know we've got to find a way To bring some love and kiss here today Pick it light and pick it fast Don't punish me with brutality Talk to me so you can see Oh, now, Harry, 
We are back. You are listening to Lardy Miss Party and Company on BTR. And my co-hosts that are with me this evening is Agape and Mystery. And we are here talking on the subject of economics, building businesses to further the communities. And as we had left out on this note on uh, listening to Marvin Gaye on what's going on now. I'm a taking. I'm a balancing off to my co-host Agape and let him, you know, coast us in the flow on what's going on. Agape, you know, um, we we here. We're talking about a, a economics, building businesses to further the community. Tell me why this subject? Why this subject? I personally think it's a real good good subject. It's something that's. Um Collectively, that will affect all of us, mm-hmm. not just a particular race of people. Right. I mean, if you just look at it from the terms of the human race, <clears throat> we're all brothers and sisters under God's eyes. Mm-hmm. So if one does well, we all do well. Okay. So all at right. the same time, you know, I think that looking at it from that aspect, you know, and just dealing with just the African American community, mm-hmm. I think that uh, just working together and not not uh, looking at each other with such a, a, a greedy, a greedy eye uh, or, or a greedy is heart. Is that what that when is? It, when it comes to money, I think over the over the generations. I mean, if you go back to the seventies, you know there were a lot of black sure things was. of that nature. They weren't that was the conglomerates. They were weren't time. super big or anything, right. but they were here in and the we community dealt with each other. Right. And as the generations have have transcended, have have how they've moved forward. I think the, the generations have pretty much come into making money quickly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And within making money quickly, they're giving up the knowledge and the drive to obtain wealth. Nice. There's a difference between being rich and being wealth. Right. Okay, well, explain that. Well, explain the difference between rich and wealth. Well, rich people, put it like this, rich is, is, is temporary, just to put it in layman terms, real simple. Rent, being rich is a temporary thing. It's something, it's like a, a lotto, a lotto winner. Okay. You can win millions and millions of dollars today. You're rich. Right. You you are rich. Uh-huh. But you can go spend all of that money on mm-hmm. one or two things. You can go buy a yacht, a helicopter, <laughs> a jet, and tomorrow you'll be broke. Okay. Because it's temporary. Okay. It's for a person for, that don't know how for a person to that spend doesn't, money. Exactly. Doesn't know how to, uh, that doesn't okay. understand money. Okay. But just even getting deeper with it, just 
just being having money it period wealth is accumulating okay over time over time okay. wealth is something that's everlasting uh-huh. when you think of wealth you think of okay education um, exactly education Ooh. You think of uh, prosperity. Right. I'm going to have this and set, I'm going to set this up for my grandchildren. Okay. All right. Legacy. Exactly. I understand. That's, I that's understand. To, me, to me, that's the difference between being rich and and being wealthy. Wealthy is something that is passed down, mm-hmm. that, that, that um, continues to grow. Being right. rich is temporary. You can lose everything tomorrow but because okay. you're not learning how to make more money. Mm-hmm. You know, you, wealth is, is the... Um, Education on how to make to continue to grow, right? Or not to stop. Okay, I understand that. Okay, well, if there's anybody out there that's hearing this conversation and want to get in on it, you know, you can call at this call at number three four seven eight eight four eight six eight four. That number again is three four seven eight eight four eight six eight four, and the toll free number is eight seven seven four eight three three one five three. That number again is 877-483-3153. Again, you're listening to Lardy, Miss Clardy, and company on BTR. Uh, mystery. Yes. Let's, let, me, let me ask you this question. Do you think people believe in building businesses to further the communities in terms of coming together all together, not have a group over here doing economic movement and over here doing, you know, wealth development over there, but they both come together with both the crowds of people that they have and make it a single cause up under one umbrella. What do you think? I think it's possible now if we will do it or how long it will take us to do it or what is needed to do it. Um, That's the real question because... Yes, anything you can we can get together and get things done, but it's how do we get together and get things done? How do we speak how do the people who have the entrepreneurship over here mm-hmm. speak to the people who have the money over here to get everybody together to make it one? And that's where like the knowledge and things come in. We need to learn we ourselves as African Americans or whatever you want to call black, whatever you want to call us, us, we need to learn, we need to be educated in the business, of mm-hmm. business. Okay. Because I've, I've done some looking and, and I've seen you done African some research. Americans. I know you've done, done some research. <laughs> we have a lot of money that flows through our hands. It's, um, we're looking at um, okay. Black well, Enterprise. They make us a believer that they can make the money. That's for sure. I was looking yeah. at blackenterprise.com. Um, there's this article by blackenterprise.com. Okay. There's this article by C. Daniel. It was posted back in 2013, but it's the Still topic relevant. of it exactly is African Americans buying power projected to be $1.1 trillion by 2015. Now, that's a making somebody a believer for real. And that's what we're well, that's where we're at now. Okay. We're in 2015, and we're projected, us just as African Americans are projected to spend $1.1 trillion. Ooh, that's a lot of money. It, it was indicating that 43 million African Americans in the U.S., but we only make up a total of 13.7% mm-hmm. of the total population. Mm-hmm. Our consumer growth has grown 30% more than any other any other. uh 
culture. Okay. Uh, and, well, yeah, I can believe that. And um, we the major spenders. With that, between the years right. of 2000 and 2009, mm-hmm. um, more African Americans attended college than in the past, okay. earning degrees uh, with the growth of 45% amongst men and 54% amongst women. Now, that's incredible. That's incredible. Exactly. Yes. Wow. Household incomes of 75000 or more in the black community grew by more than 60% faster than any other population. And the African-American's average household is $47,290 per year. Now, the average, we, the average is the average is forty seven, but we are the fastest growing as far as the money that we're making and starting to to our our communities are starting to make more money faster according to this article. Okay, but then the question becomes, what are we doing with this money? Yeah, where are we spending it? Right, because they were referencing the Nielsen report, which was also on Nielsen.com. Oh, Gucci. <laughs> That's what they spending. Oh, they spending it being Gucci. Back in 2013, they were indicating that African Americans spend their money mostly. We 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 spend our money differently than any other. I bet you we do. And we spend a lot of our money in shopping. They say we shop more than any other any other demographic in the population. Um, household healthy travel. 72% of African Americans have smartphones, where the American average is 62%. And we spend money on child-related items. So the way African Americans are spending their money is something that if we were educated in how, because we make money. Mm -hmm. It's not that we're not making money. Sure, we're not all making money, and that's any, you know, anyone. But we make money. It's just where we choose to spend our money. Okay. I'm going to start right there. I want to ask this question. Okay, it's where we choose to spend it. And being truly honest about where we spending our money is where? As far as us as a whole? Target, Walmart. I mean, we go to other consumers. We're not trying to put money back into ourselves. We're not trying to become a Target or become a Walmart. Oh, there, there, there you go. There Ford it is. Motor Say it again. Or, or GM Motor Company. We're not trying oh, to become any Lord. of these. I think they want to become all of that. You know what I'm saying? They We're not trying want... to become banks or grocery stores. Well, there's a couple things. that's trying. There is a couple that's truly trying now. You know what I'm saying? There, I mean, not a couple, as in I mean, couple. There's, there's a lot, but the, the the point is, is there needs to be, or there should be more. All of these, all of these youths and all of these people that are going to college. I mean, there's so many brothers and sisters who are not able to go to college who are smart and intelligent individuals. What we have to understand as a people is, okay, if I'm going to climb on my brother's back to get to the top. Mm-hmm. But when I get to the top, I'm going to remember how I got there. I'm going to pull my brother up. So if I'm a person that went to college and I got an education, degrees, I'm coming out starting my business, I'm about to go get my brother who did not have that opportunity that I know who still is business savvy, even though they've never spent a day in college or even a, a, a business course, because the streets in America would teach you a lot. You look at these brothers who own these record companies, uh, Cash Money, Lil Wayne, and all of these people, Dre, these brothers did not go to college 
to own these record companies. What they did do was study in the environments that they were in well, to learn course. what they needed to learn to be successful. Well, you know, it's called, uh, uh, they may say giving back to the community, <laughs> but it's really taking, you know, well, they know how to get the buying right. power in the area of music. Exactly. Right. People are, uh, black people are uh, uh, spending their money for hip hop and right. all the rest of that. And when you talk about the uh, the education part and what they studied, I mean, the music industry and any industry that you're getting involved in, who's in the background that's puppeteering all of that? We already that's, know who that's, that that's is. That's another thing in itself, too, the music industry, not to just be bashing the whole that's industry. Who getting, that's but that's that, who's getting, getting paid. They're also the ones who decide what we're going to buy. Yeah. The younger demographics... They well, decide. We well, we no, 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 well, no. We're gonna drive. No, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. No, no, no. I don't agree with that. Now, you say what you're saying. Well, I know, puppies. but that's my point. But they're, they're puppets. But even if you look at the person behind the scenes, there is a reason for that. Right. Okay, well, but I'm not. But they're that. not. But look, this is what they do. It's not that they're making anything. What they're doing is doing surveys. They do surveys, census, any surveys to find out about what kind of foods you like, what kind of what what's your a family composition, boy, girl, whatever, for clothing purposes, what you like to listen to. They have surveys going on all the time to gather and collect demographic, you know, information about, you know, African Americans or any other race that for that matter, to find out what we like and off based off of all of that, what they do is they collectively put the stuff together and here come your advertisements based off of what you had collectively, you know, had surveyed. Right, but see, and, and that's that what you're saying. But with what you're saying in the Nielsen.com report with regard to African Americans and what they spend and how they spend, as they said, is where you need, how we spend is very unique. And they said that only two Point twenty four billion dollars goes to advertising. Absolutely, because that's African Americans. Hold of on, course. hold on. But seventy five, hold on, seventy five billion dollars goes to advertising everywhere else. So they don't even advertise to us to a percentage degree. We, our own community, they say we're different. We're different because we talk to ourselves. We listen to ourselves. Of course. So my point is, even like back in the day, you know, we pay attention to us and we see what we think is cool. And that's where we spend our money. You say trends. Right. But the thing is, we're the ones ones setting the trends. We're setting the trends, but we're not buying from us. We don't, I mean, we used to have our foods and our Carl Kanai back in the day. But then we'll sell that off to... Right. European companies, right. exactly. and then they'll master it, and exactly. we'll still continue to buy it exactly. because we've lost it at a certain point. Exactly. Okay, so so getting getting to you know find out. Okay, we got all this money, and we're buying we're buying things outside of what is needed for the very communities we live in. We're still poor in the communities right. that we live in because nobody is investing back into the right. communities, exactly. right? So the question would be for those that are thinking about 
being entrepreneurs, which we know we need more entrepreneurs and less of people working for other people, but more in the community entrepreneurs for retail, for food, for uh, whatever else, smell goods, all the very things that we we spend outside of the community need to be in that community in order for it to thrive, and that you're saying that black people need to support black-owned businesses. And it has been followed up like that, that it, you know, there's some people out there that's fighting for that cause. Yes, right? You know, there really is. There's a lot of people that's out there fighting for the cause. However, what does it take to be entrepreneurs it takes edu- in the community? It takes education. And, and, and now, not, not just education, it, it takes... We need to educate in the community? Exactly. You have to bring that to the grassroots. You mm-hmm. can't have that at some super college across town. Mm. The information has to be right smack right, dab right. in the neighborhood. And it has to be uh, a hands-on training one-on-one. But not, not only that, to, too, I mean, you need technical, you need technical. But, but people in the grassroots community do better with, hands-on. you know, hands-on. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But and, what's beautiful right now, though, in the, within the time that we live in, is that we have these computers and we have social media. I mean, I'm able to talk to people from all over the world just going on the Internet, Facebook or whatever. You know, the thing is, is we have those outlets and we need to understand how to properly use those outlets. Instead of posting pictures of cats and (laughs) stupid stuff that's not educating you, post information that can build you. Use that avenue. Because well, you're I'm not going to have a whole lot of people that are like that, though. I mean, all we got all kind of people that, you know, don't don't feel like doing that. Now, there are people that are posting, you know, yeah. but just like advertising. Y'all people keep posting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like advertisement. You got a, you got, you got everything that's being advertised on the social media. Mm-hmm. So everybody has a different taste. Right. But how do we hone in on that specific? crowd of people that really know and believe that we need to come together for the economic development of the community. Uh, now, that is the point. And that's right. the thing, too, is like how, how many people do believe that? Yeah, how because those who know about it are about it. You, you know what I mean? How many people, how many African Americans see the fact that we don't spend money in our community, we can't come together versus as a detriment? Those versus same people spending money to go buy cars before they own a property mm. or buy some shoes before they try to put some money in the bank to start a savings account. You know, I, I'm going I'm to use this. You know, my son, he's 26 years old and he has a family, right? Uh, two children and his wife. He said that he did not want to buy a home doing it the uh, traditional way, which is you pay monthly to buy a home and you pay all this interest that come with it. Mm-hmm. He, he He's saying that he wants to, you know, save his money. Him and his wife, they go to work and they saving everything that they got to get ready to buy. If the house ain't no more than 50000 they want to have 50000 cash out and don't have to worry about, you know, the interest that comes with it. That's All right? Smart. Now, it is very smart. Absolutely. But and that's gambling, but that, No, it's actually they're doing it. If they're they're doing literally it, yeah. doing, if they're doing it. it. If they're doing it, then that's, that's the way to go. But that's the way to go. If you got money, 
And if you, if we're, we're talking about what is, okay, if we got billions or whatever, how much was that that you said that the black people have coming through this? One, what? $1.1 trillion. $1.1 trillion coming from the black hands. And just imagine how many families are working that got some money, but rather do a loan, rather do a contractual thing. Mm-hmm. And they're spending extra money, you know what I'm saying, called interest that really don't, that really isn't there, right. but this mm-hmm. is how they make their money, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, from you. Right. And you're trying to stop that mm-hmm. and buy cash out. Mm-hmm. So that means that you have to get strict with yourself right. and sit and and uh, start saving your money. Come up with an economic plan. And come plan. up with a plan. Yeah. Right. And that's what my son had did, him and his wife. Mm-hmm. And they got it on their refrigerator. I've been down there in Ohio seeing it. I said, look at this. I mean, I mean but, but they have a concise way that they're going to do a thing. You see what I'm saying? And it is working for them. And if they can do this and they ain't got the education, nobody coming into the community where they live, you know, to tell them this. But they have, they came together, Mm -hmm. you know, and came to a solid conclusion Mm -hmm. that they're going to work together and they're going to save money, spend less, save and only get the basic needs and get them a house, you know, and it's theirs without the, without all the interest and different things that go with it. Now, they can do it. Anybody. anybody can do it, but who is willing to make that sacrifice? So if there's anybody out there that want to call in at a call-in number of 347-884-8684 and give us your opinions on what you think, you know, the communities need to further build their uh, their communities and economics, Call us, 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And the toll-free number is 877-483-3153. Again, that number is 877-483-3153. And we have some callers, and I'm going to call out the first uh, Area code and the four last four digits of your telephone number. And if you got something to say, the time to say it. I'm calling out the first number of three one four, and the last four digits is four six four four. Caller, are you on the line? Yeah, but I was just listening to see what you guys were talking about. Okay. Do you have anything that you building businesses to further the community? Well, I would agree with you on that. Uh, you know, I stay here in St. Louis area, not too far from Ferguson. Yes. And uh, that whole ordeal, the thing that should come out of that is the economics. Uh, the economics, there should be a, a vast change in the ethnic makeup of the public service jobs, the police, That's fire, right. city hall, That's right. and, you know, public uh, works. And African Americans need to develop more business. I mean, viable businesses where you've uh, selling what you produce and manufacture rather than trying to buy wholesale from Asians who's never going to give you family prices Absolutely. where you can compete against their cousins. And if you don't control businesses, you surely can't control the politics. If you don't control the Ooh. politics, you can't control the police. Come and if on you don't now. control, if you don't have businesses, you can't control what the media print and say about you because they 
need they own advertising dollars. They need advertising dollars, and you don't control no advertising dollars. So that's right. That's and if your children, the only way your children is going to advance forward, you have to lay that foundation for them. Nobody else is going to do that, because then your children will be competing against them, and uh, you know, you know where that goes. Well, I think competition is healthy. The thing is, is we got to make sure that we're the one that's winning the competition. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I grant you, but nobody's going to give your children what they need in order to compete against their children. You have to provide that yourself. I'm sorry, it just ain't going to happen. And I don't blame them. I wouldn't either. Asians are not going to give you the type of family prices that you need to com- compete against their cousins, who's already selling what you are trying to open the store up across the street from them and compete against them. They're not going to do that. That's you got to. It's more. It's it's not as easy as talking about it. You know, if you start a chicken restaurant, for me to come in there and sit down and order a chicken dinner is not supporting your business. I need to be raising chickens, processing chickens, warehousing and storing chickens, and transporting chickens. Now right. I'm supporting your business. Right, ground up. So what you're saying up. is we need to be more. Not not so much business savvy, but we need to be more on the lines of corporation, uh, the the backbone of suppliers. Agriculture. Agriculture, for sure. Yes, sir. You're absolutely right. We have mm-hmm. to be adventurous. You have to do a lot of these things in, in other countries where you have a competitive edge. You cannot, I'm sorry, you, you can't, you can't can process, uh, can sardines here and pay right. the labor that people here need to survive. How are you going to can sardines at $10 an hour and people selling sardines for 79 cents a can? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay, I'm not laughing. I, listen, you're telling the truth. You're telling the truth. Yeah. And this is why we brought this on the radio because we need to know what we got to do to further the communities and we need people that believe in you know, the, the, the success of what can happen. But our problem we're sticking with, sir, is about people coming together. Now, as I said, I just talked about my, my, my son and his wife. And they have come together, came to firmly believe in, in that they can save their money to buy a home in cash without having to go through a, a bank and or their interest so they won't have to pay more than what they should. And that and I really can't do that. because I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's true, they can do it. And I'm gonna tell you something else. And and I'm not I'm saying I'm I'm talking to the African American. We gotta give our children the tools that they need where they can compete. We gotta make sure that they have the academic uh, wherewithal where they can compete. We got to make sure they have the programs. We have to expose them to those things. We have to direct them into those high-paying fields. You know, they, I, I'm sorry. That's when you did last. You got to work harder. Well, we worry about those that. Are, what type of program? We worry about those that are in prison, but we have to worry about making sure that our children mm-hmm. don't go to prison. Right. So that they by giving them the things that they have, so they do. We got to make sure that they can pass these standardized tests, these ACT tests. You got to shoot for 28 and above. 
The average ACT <laughs> test for for African American child is about sixteen. That's totally ridiculous. Our children can do better yes, than that. I said, well, I was getting ready to say, you know, them SATs are rigged. You know, to try to kill as many, you know, uh, uh, people they can to keep down. I mean, everybody can't do the SATs because they there's can, so but, much that's involved in it. No, but, they can't do black children. Black children are already doing it. I mean, we have to, they can do it. Don't say our children can't do it. They can do it if we keep them focused. Yes, we can. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. I'm not saying that we can't. But this is the way that they think out there, those those people that's, you know, naysayers. But I'm asking you a question um, because yes, you ma'am. have mentioned it. Um, what what programs need to be implemented in the community to begin that movement? You were talking about programs. So we need the programs in the area of where the problem is in order to build. Because I remember back in the day when there was mom and pop corner stores and I don't know if mom and pop back in those days got to talking to their children about going to college and finding a new, a new uh, e- something to educate themselves in other than being uh, entrepreneurs, you know, for the community. But whatever happened, we don't see those uh, areas anymore. See, because I come from Columbus, Ohio, and I'm here in California. But in both places, all I see is other nationalities that have taken over the grassroots community. So what types of programs need to be implemented in order for, you know, us to begin to have some power, some leverage? Well, let's talk about something that don't cost much. And I'm talking, I'm still concentrating on children. You have to have support systems in the form of tutoring, support systems in the form of exposing your children. Whether you have a church basement where you bring children in, it's mandatory that they come in, and you evaluate them, you assess them, and you see where their deficiencies lie, Mm -hmm. then you work to correct them. Okay. In math, science, or whatever. You got the people in the community that know how to do this. I'm sorry, we have to sacrifice this time in order to get them where they're supposed to be. I agree. I cheer, I cheer, the children, you know, the previous black generations have not left this generation of young people with nothing to build off of. Then when they get out there and they're going to do what human beings do, and that's try to survive, and they get involved in illicit activities, then we want to denigrate them, call right. them thugs and all other kind of things. That's okay, not their fault. They're children. That's right. black society's fault. So just as having something that's to support them academically in the form of tutoring, mm-hmm. making sure that they understand how to use a graphing calculators, expose them to the STEM fields, the science, the technology, the engineer, and mathematics. If you can do that, and I'm telling you, if you can bring out your children up, these colleges will give them free tuition because they're looking to do that. Well, so, uh, okay, now you talked about the the STEM cells uh, as scientists. STEM field. Now, that's a a special gift. And so we need people that is in that area that will come into that community to expose them to that uh, on that level. 
Um, well, I think um, you got people that's in business that can come do that, and you know it's not no mystery. Right. Can you can you prepare a good peach cobbler? Oh yes, I can. Well, you a chemist? If you can, I you like know that. the right ingredients to put together. That's right. That's right. I ain't got nothing to say. I am not refuting that. So just hold on there for a minute. We got to go on to a break, and we'll be right back. But just just hold just hold in there with us, okay? And we will be right back after this. This is Lardy Miss Clardy, your host on Lardy Miss Clardy and company on Blog Talk Radio. And we are discussing economics 
and how to build businesses to further the communities. And, you know, I have my co-hosts here. We have Agape and we have Mystery. And we're here trying to figure out, you know, with the help of our listeners and people to call in to, you know, help us to help other people that are going to come and chime in or listen in later what they need to do to answer the call of coming together to build a strong community through economic uh, uh, businesses that will, um, that will, you know, be passed down from generation to generation. So if you've got anything that you want to say on this subject of building businesses to further the communities, we're talking about our black communities, call us at this call in number 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And the toll-free number is 877-483-3153. That number again is 877-483-3153. Again, we're here discussing economics, how to save money, build businesses for our communities so our children will have a legacy uh, and have brighter futures. And we were talking about how to, uh, uh, what, we, what, we, what we need to implement in a community of programs. And a gentleman was talking with us concerning that. And, you know, there was a, a, a tender moment that touched my heart when he talked about this specific thing that I don't see in the communities anymore like they used to be. And that's our clergy, our churches coming out to do that type of program. Because we have people that's in our churches that have this kind of knowledge. We got teachers, we got we got every, lawyers, we got everything that will make you know a community thrive. And we need our clergies to be more involved in this particular fight to build better. Uh, 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 communities economically wise. So back to the subject. And I'm going to ask the question. I'm going to go back to this gentleman that we were talking to. But before I do that, is there anything that you guys want to talk on? Uh, Agape, um, you know, Mystery, what do you have? What do you want to say about it before I get get the gentleman back? Because he's he's making some waves in the area of what we're looking for because we're really trying to get people to understand what it takes, you know, to make this happen. But they got to believe in the cause. And we're really, I'm really worried about that because we ain't seen a cause and nobody come together since Barack Obama. And we needed to be almost like that in order to make a change. Well, I think what uh, Brother was saying was, was very on point and very relevant. To the point of, like he said, he's him going to your chicken restaurant is not supporting you. That's supporting everyone else. We need to own it from the ground up. Mm -hmm. We need to own every piece of it. Right. You know, and I 
think even with our topic of conversation, we didn't get that deep into it. Well, I mean, but that's the but, purpose. You know, that's I, why exactly. we got no, I know. That's, that's what I'm saying. You know that's what Because we got, we got a lot to say about it, but, you know, it's good to have other people to come and join in to, let's, let's see what we got to work with. Just like he said, if you know how to make an apple pie, excuse me, I just flipped that a little bit, you know, paraphrasing, you know, you're already a scientist. And it's the same thing when meeting of the minds, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you got an ingredient, he has an ingredient, you got an ingredient, and I got an ingredient. Now let's go and make a pie. You see what I'm saying? But we must agree to believe in that cause. So what about Where y'all live at? Uh, we're here in Moreno Valley. In California. In California. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like I like the, the idea of what you were saying about the uh, churches getting more involved. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I go to church and, you know, I feel that I have a pretty, you know, good voice in my church. And just based off of what you just put into my mind, you know, and this is exactly what we need to do for each other. We need to talk to each other and inspire each other to go out and do things. I'm about to go talk to some of my um, church leaders okay. to see if we can set up some programs for the youth to get in there and get the understanding uh what they're going through in school to see if we can set up some type of tutoring programs. Because, um, again, conversations like this is is what we need, the dialogue, the things to talk about what we need to each other so we can actually go out and start implementing these things in people's lives. Because you just, you just inspired me, brother, to go out and, and go do what I probably have already should have done. But mm-hmm. now that it's been brought well, to my attention, let me tell you some more things. Exactly what I'm gonna do. Go let ahead. me tell you, from what I can hear, y'all are not going to go out and start no business. So let's do some things that's more apt to do, some more apt than your own. I mean, you're not going to go out and start no no, no corporation. You're not going to start making tires and automobile. But the most, the most important thing that you can do is start helping these children. For instance, if a child is playing sports, he has to parallel sports with academics. Right. You know, you can get an academic scholarship or you can get a sports scholarship. Another thing, at eight years old, that child should start producing his or her resume. His resume should be in the line of community service extracurricular activities, uh, and awards and honors. Everything you need to make a, uh, you need to make a law. Every time that child goes out and get them involved in volunteering, whether it's helping to serve meals, whether it's helping to pass out Thanksgiving baskets, whether it's helping to get involved with organizations, tutoring mm-hmm. with young children, everything that child does, you put it on a log. You start keeping these records from the 8th grade, ninth, 10th, 11th, and his 12th grade. That's his or her resume. That's very important to include with an application to college and also for scholarships. Then if your community colleges offer any continuing education classes like in leadership, math, tutoring, or whatever, you want to enroll that child in that during their spare time. If your colleges offer any of these programs, like these bridge programs, that help to get a student from where they are, where they can bridge the gap between where they are in college, enroll them in that and keep records of it. And you can see where I'm going. Yeah, you know, by the time this child gets ready to graduate, they already have a resume. They have a resume of participation. right there. There you go. Activities, that's what they want to see. 
Okay. Well, you know I wrote this one down because, you know, I guess the next the next move is to talk about leadership because we're going to need to do that. And you have people that listen to uh, radio programs like this to get ideals. This is why we are on radio, uh, to help generate ideals to get something started. And here in California where we are, as my brother Agape was saying, that uh, – because you came on radio and you came together with some spices to our pie, he's going to go back and talk to the clergy of our church uh, to see if we can implement just some of the things that you just said. Agape, let him know what you what you what you see in here. Do y'all you have grandchildren? Down. Do you have oh, grandchildren? Oh well, see, I, I guess I don't know. Am I the senior of this group? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're still <laughs> a young angel. Well, I'm still a young well, girl. Well, let me say I'm this: If you hey, are yeah. a grandparent, if you are a grandparent, now you are the manager of that child. That's right. That's right. I have, and I that have is a full-time job. I'm gonna tell you, I have 18 grandchildren. 18, and I also have two great grandbabies coming in. And let me tell you, you are absolutely right. I'm a manager. And you know what? And they all doing very well in making sure that they manage their household to keep their kids in order to get ready for this new skip and move that is about ready to happen to our black generation of children. We're trying to save our legacy here. Yes. Let me tell you something else you want to do. Go ahead. When they get about at the 10th grade, you oh, want to get some books that that talks about scholarships. There's about em. three of them. We got them. You go through those books and you write down all the scholarships that apply to your children. There's hundreds of them that apply to African American children. Then you get an Excel program on Microsoft and you put those programs on those scholarships on a spreadsheet where you list the where you list the name of the scholarship, you list the due date, and you want your due date to be about 90 days before it's actually due. So if the due date is actually April the 1st, you want to say that the due date is March the 15th. Uh-huh. You understand where I'm going with that? Yes, I understand. Because some some months you're going to have a lot of scholarships is going to come due in some months. You want to have the due date. You want to have the requirements that they say, well, the name of the scholarship, the action, the name of the scholarship. You want to have the due date. Then you want to have the, uh, you want to have what they require in GPA. You want to have what they require as far as ethnicity. Some of them, like I said, so African-American. Some of them just general. Well, yeah. Do you have to be a. I want to ask this question. I don't mean to cut you off. But, you Mm -hmm. know, okay, we know that we're talking about building business to further the communities, and we need our youth to be engaged, you know, in this area that you speak about. But there's an interesting question I want to propose to you. Why the other nationalities have taken over in our communities to uh to to uh, to make money off of our uh our grassroots communities other nationalities. I can tell you why because you let them. Yes, right. 
It's that simple. Why you always pitching somebody? That hurt. I mean, that's true, though. It's that Ouch. simple. We, we let them. We don't... The, everything that this brother's talking about are things that other nationalities, in so many ways, they do these things. They spend more time with their children. Mm-hmm. They're sitting at home doing homework and teaching them about how to obtain certain grants and certain things to be in school, certain loans to be in school if they're coming from a deprived area. I mean, they're they're taking the time to teach their children to where in our community, in a lot of cases, not all cases, but in a lot of cases, we are fending the fight on our own. We are We are pretty much abandoning ourselves. So, you know, in light of what he's saying, I mean, we just, we need to get in the trenches. We need to get back up into this war and start picking up our youth because they're the ones who are going to change the predicament. We we are able to live in a time where we can see what's going on. And in a lot of cases, our elders and people of my age have seen enough to be able to analyze things. And those things are what we need to pass down to the youth because the youth is what's about to change it. Absolutely. And I want to also ask you another question. What do the other nationalities have that we don't? Well, don't say it's, it's not cohesiveness because it's that's an excuse. You're not going to get all black people marching in the same direction. But you form a group of like-minded people who has the same focus and the same goals. That's all you need. What's, what do your school look okay. like? Now, what do you have, good. an integrated school setting? Your public it, school yes, is it it integrated? Is, it, yes, it is. It's an integrated school setting, yes. Well, you know, in these communities where you have 100% black public schools, you need to be controlling those lunch programs. Outsiders shouldn't be controlling those lunch programs. You know how much money that is in those school districts when you talk about uh, the lunch program? That money is going out of your community. It's usually going to a company called Sodesco or Aramac. Sodesco hmm. is French, Aramac is, is UK. That's crazy. Hmm. Yeah, it is crazy, and I agree with you. And so, you know, coming down to the last wire of this, and I'm going to propose this question to all three of you, and y'all can say what you want to say on it, but the word believe, believing in a cause, in order for the families or the communities at large to be, to come together, what is the nucleus of the cause that we need to call for for them to come together? Because that's the issue. We can't seem to get five or six different types of causes underneath the same thing that you're talking about, which is dealing with our children. How do we get them to stop stomping in one area or the other area and come together up under one umbrella? Well, you tell them you're not going to be poor. We will no longer be poor. Mm. I like that. But they got to. But they got to believe that, though. We well, believe you have it. to show them. You have to show them how to do it. You know, I tell you. See, I train baseball players. Blacks don't play baseball no more. Look at all the money you're leaving on the table, and not only the money that's made on the field and on the court, but how about the behind the scene things? Sports medicine, audiovisual, marketing. Ambulance service, trainers, concessions, landscaping. We're not even participating hmm. in that. 
I chairman on the basketball court and the football field, bringing in revenue into universities that provide scholarships and sports that we don't even participate in. That's right. Yep. Well, what do we do about that? Now, see, we're talking about a fee. Now, most of us, you know, that understand this, we are doing what part that we can do, but we only just so many. We ain't, we ain't, you know, like, you know, 500 strong in, in the area where we're at, but there are some that are doing this as we speak. But, to, you know, to, to, uh, to get a drum call going, you know, to, for everybody to fall in line, what, somebody got to go out and become another Obama heir in order for, you know, this movement to take place? I mean, I'm ready for a real movement on this with the parents because that's what we're having trouble with, the parents. Some of the parents won't, uh, uh, you know, get out the TV and quit eating and thinking about self, you know what I'm saying, and, and get involved. Uh, as I said before, the the, the most uh, logical thing that you guys can get involved in is to make sure that your children exceed. They have to exceed. They, they can't have be. To. You can't let them go for mediocre. You have to That's do it right. in a wise way. You can't put stress on them where they break, but you cannot let them take mediocre as a ultimate outcome. That's it's right. not tolerable. You can't let them. And use I'm the telling you, to not they succeed. can do it. Yes, they can. You know what? Thank you very much for, you know, coming on to the show and sharing your uh, insight. As we know that, um, you know, uh, we have some certain things that's out there that's trying to gentrify, you know, our elders, which, you know, we need that wisdom that was just given to uh, those that are listening as well as us. And then, you know, we as the, you know, the, 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 the next generation here is to pass down that information to our children, which there is a gentrification going on in that area because they're trying to kill kill off, you know, all of our youth and not all of them, but, you know, for the major part, there's a lot of changes that have been made over the time, all the good things that I saw in the 80s. They're trying to keep your children out of the ability to compete. They don't want your children to compete against theirs. Look at the makeup of the National Basketball Association. Look at the makeup of the National Football League. At one time, we weren't allowed there. That's right. But when you are able to compete, then you do very well. Give your children what they need to have where they can compete where they can compete against white supremacy. Don't worry about racism. You want to be able to compete. And once you're able to hold your own, now you're strong. Got you. That way you can break down barriers. That's that's right. Absolutely you can. I thank you very much for coming on to the show and, you know, and, and spitting some knowledge towards us and to our listeners. And I'm hoping that maybe tomorrow uh, or next week, Monday and Tuesday, when we be on the radio, that you'll join us and talk on some other issues that we're going to bring to the table. But tomorrow, we're going to be talking about the state of hip-hop. And so, anybody that's out there again, sir, I thank you very much for being on the radio to talk to us about uh, building businesses to further the communities and the kids are our future. Thank you, sir. Thank, Thank you very you much. Uh-huh. Now, 
Now, you just heard from this gentleman where he has spoken, and you heard from us, too. And he says that the children are a future, just wrapping it up into one whole piece, and that we must put everything that we know into our children to compete with the new world of technology and different things that's going on in this world this day. And we need to get them more involved in, you know, how to build so that they can be strong and ready for the uh, the, the the race, you know, of being able to, uh, as they said, compete. Now, with that to say, all I got to say is can we come together and stop fighting amongst one another and unify? Parents, clergy, uh, you know, teachers, you know, I'm sure that there's people that's out there that's doing what job, but we need more of you to come together, especially our church leaders, because at one point in time, we had that. We don't have that anymore. You don't see them in the, in, the, in the courts anymore. You don't see them out here prominently like they used to be back in our day and time in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. Now it's something totally different. So we're just saying we need you all to unify for survival. And do you believe in economic development for our communities in order to thrive and strive for the promising future of our children? We have to unite our minds. Our children are all we have to continue the legacy of being in a community that's worth saying, we own this. That's right. We own this. And we got this. You know what I'm saying? Give our children a chance at what we did not have, a chance to believe and to become community builders in the economic world. And with that to say, we're going to close this session and tomorrow is the next session for the state of hip-hop. And all of y'all that like hip-hop and whatever, come on to this particular program. And we're going to talk about the state of hip-hop at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time, our time, California time. And Thursday, we have also Child Support News, which is also going to be airing at 4.30 p.m. Pacific time, our time, California time, and Eastern Standard Time on the East Coast. So anybody interested in that, you can come and, and help us talk on that subject as well. Other than that, you know, this is the time to say goodbye, and thank you for listening to Lardy, Miss Clardy, and Company on Blog Talk Radio. And if Agape and Mystery, if you have something to say for the closing remarks, have it to say because, hey, at the end of the day, we got to give them something to think about. I would just like to say this is Brother Agape. Peace and love to everybody. Have a blessed week. And so we talk to each other again, just keep yourself mindful, uh, make wise decisions, uh, put God first, and uh, just always remember that we're builders. We're That's not right. destroyers. That's right. So if you see something that you know needs putting together, get out and put it together. All right. Blessings to everyone. Um, just remember that every day is a gift and be thankful to God for it.
All right, now you just heard from Mystery. And I'm going to say if anything that you have gotten out of this particular episode and uh, you know, uh, use it, okay, because we're here to bring you any information that will help to build upon, you know, the building blocks that you already have. Our thing is, is that we have love for the people and we want to see our, our, our nation grow. We want to see our people thrive and have promising futures. So we thank you for today, and we hope to see you tomorrow and hear from you. So until then, be blessed, have a wonderful evening, and so, no, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, you know me, you know, I, you know that's already Miss Carly, I'm always coming out of some somewhere, but I'm having a good time. You guys just know that we are thinking about you, and we want you to know that we love you, and you know, just just know that uh, we got this. All we need is just your help. Okay? So, have a wonderful evening. Good night.
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Oh, 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 you need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.